Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news relating to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Mortgage Banking Solutions, enabling executives to take their business to the next level. To participate in today's program, our guest call-in line is 646-716-4972. And now, here is your host of Lickin' on Lending, David Lickin'. Welcome to the broadcast, everybody. Good to have you here with us. It is really pouring down rain here, but in central Texas, and uh, I hope you're having a wonderful Memorial Day, where uh, vacation weekend, wherever you're at. It's Monday, May 25th. Appreciate you tuning in and being with us on this broadcast. Many of you are most likely going to listen to this on a downloaded basis. We appreciate the opportunity to have you be or have us be a part of your way of getting the latest information, whether it be economic, regulatory, or just whatever's going on in the mortgage industry. And that's the purpose of this broadcast, to bring you updated information of everything that is happening. And we have on today's hot topic, David Savage, Dave Savage of Mortgage Coach with us. We're talking about how he is or how technology can really help you in preparing for trade we're going to be the title of this broadcast is using technology innovation in preparing for trade dave's going to be sharing some ideas what he has done with through technology mobile technology specifically to help you be effective in creating competitive advantages for yourself and your loan originators when it comes to lending in the new trade world Anyway, good to stay tuned. We're going to have his, an interview with David played here just a little bit. Again, this broadcast is created by mortgage professionals for mortgage professionals, and we're the proud recipient of the Progress in Lending Innovation Award. I want to say a special thank you to our, to our sponsors, United Guarantee, who just happens to be the MI industry leader for the fourth consecutive year in a row, wants to be sure to go out and say thank you to all our veterans. We all join in and saying a big thank you to those that have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our nation and uh, so that we can enjoy the freedoms that we have today. So United Guarantee, Velma, ourselves, all the regulators, just say thank you to those of you who have made that sacrifice, the families, and we honor you this day. United Guarantee has recently named Susan King the vice president of the Western region, and Amy Butler there is the regional vice president for the Heartland area, replacing uh, Susan in that area. A big thank you to Susan King. In fact, many ways she's responsible for having uh, brought United Guarantee to us. Very grateful to you, Susan. Wish you all the success in your new position there. I know you've moved there. It's going to be a little warmer than it has been in the past. Um, anyway, it's going to be an interesting, as we head into not only a seasonal change for you, Susan, we're looking at a seasonal change across the industry. But United Guarantee has really done a great job, folks, of taking care of business, preparing themselves so they can help you as we go through the changes in our industry. They have been pretty busy preparing the latest technology that I encourage you to check out at their website. Go to UGCorp.com or go to our website and click on their ad in the upper right-hand corner, and you will see that that will take you directly to their website, and it will explain all of their services. Also, I want to say thank you to Velma. It stands for Virtual Electronic Marketing Assistant. It is uh, de- They're dedicated to helping you build a stronger and a more profitable relationships, and they do that 
with a set it and forget it auto campaign for uh, really getting the word out. So you create the ad, you create the content, or they'll even work with you on that. And then as that gets uh, that's been finalized, then they'll set uh, set it and forget it auto campaign, and it really works. We're using them here on the broadcast, and we're very grateful to them for the service that they provide. I want to say thank you to Joe Farr, Alice Alvey, Andy Shell, and all the others that are so much a part of the profit. Uh, about the broadcast, the Prophet Doctors taking time off, as is Alice Joe. It's a special day, and they're all taking the time off to celebrate this holiday with their families. We are excited to have with us today David Savage, and we're going to be talking about what you could do using technology to prepare for the TRID uh, for the TRID rollout that happens in August. So I've recorded and caught up with David and recorded an interview with him on Friday, and i like to play that now. So without further ado, let's get into the interview with David Savage, president of Mortgage Coach. Folks, I'm excited to have Dave Savage with us. I want to introduce you to what he's doing. There's so many innovations going on within our industry, and what he has I think is some of the most innovative and exciting products, especially when you start looking at TRID. But let's start off by just getting to know who Dave Savage is. Dave, good to have you on the broadcast. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. For those that don't know you, now you're a fairly well-known guy, but for those that do not know you, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background, and especially as it relates to mortgage lending. Yeah, well, I, I am the founder and CEO of Mortgage Coach. You know, I started in the industry long, many, many years ago in the the 80s, 80, 86, 87. I was a, a top producing loan officer. I built a national lending platform. And within that, that experience, I, you know, I figured out a better way to have a borrower conversation. And when I was really scaling my company, I created some technology that led to the starting mortgage coach. And I just fell in love with technology. I fell in love with the science of selling. And today we're you know, I'm leading mortgage coach, and we're helping families and helping mortgage professionals. But you started this in 2005. Is- 2006 was the big mobile epiphany where I, I decided everything, you know, needed to start with mobile. And that was it at the time in 2000 when I sold my interest in my mortgage business, took mortgage coach out of the, you know, my wife was a realtor, took it out of our home realtor office and got an office space and also founded a company called Smart Reply. And Smart Reply, uh, you know, we, we helped big retailers build databases uh, at the point of sale. So if you ever went to a retailer and they asked you for your phone number, that was probably Mortgage Coach. I mean, we had 80 of the nation's top 200 retailers, Sports oh, wow. Academy, Gap, Old, Old Navy, Home Depot, Best Buy. And, and we helped them build mobile databases so that they could then, uh, you know, call with special offers. And and really the big, you know, probably one of my, you know, things I'm most proud of is we, we won the Mobile Marketing Award in 1996 with Meyer, And that was, this, this is it right here. We, we had a, if you were a Meyer member, which is a big retailer in the, you know, Great Lakes District, competes with Walmart. If, if you were a customer of theirs, they would send you a mobile alert when they were getting ready to raise gas prices. And so the beauty of that was, it was good customer service. It was a great experience, and it was also marketing. It drove people back into the store to buy more and shop more. So that was that was it, man. That was great concept. That's a great concept. Let people know before you're raising your prices, and so they can get in and get a tank of gas. And so some of the lessons you've learned from the ventures and 
things that you've done in other vertical markets, as you were just describing, give us a little insight of how that is now working inside a mortgage coach, and which gives us telling us more about what mortgage coach is all about. Well, again, that that really started this journey of mobile is powerful, and I, I think when you look at the mortgage experience today. Let's face it, people don't get loans because they want mortgages. They get loans because they want homes. They buy homes. It's lifestyle. And let's face it, shopping for a home on Zillow in your back pocket online with a digital experience, it's become home entertainment. It's not tens of millions. You know, it's hundreds of millions. Of people. 100 million people are, have the MLS in their back pocket. They're shopping for homes. They're using mobile devices. And, and so, you know, many years ago, you know, as I really I sold Smart Reply, I re-engaged, reinvested in Mortgage Coach. And at that time, it was to turn the mortgage experience into a consumer experience. When you are working with lenders and loan officers, how does the mobile app come up? And how are you making people aware of the importance of this application and the technology that you're creating? Well, first of all, it's not about the technology. It's about the experience. You know, when people get, they don't, they don't get a home because they want, or they don't get a mortgage because they want a home. But when they get a mortgage, they care about their rates. They care about what's my rate, what are my fees, what are my monthly payments. So, I mean, that is one of the, the most important conversations a mortgage professional has with a family. And, you know, how well the family understands that decision, that they, the family makes the best decision, how... How, the quality in which way in, in which that's delivered, it defines a relationship. And so, you know, what we do is real simple. We help mortgage professionals when they quote rates and fees, and they deliver the understanding. We just give a we give them a better way to do that. Yeah, you know, when the family clicks on the link, if they click on it from a mobile device, they get a mobile experience. If they click on it on a desktop, they get a desktop experience. And heck, if you know they're they're not using digital, they want to print it out, they can print it out, or the loan officer can print it out. And, and I just call that, that's a modern way to be educated and make a great financial decision. And that's, that's what we do. Tell me a little bit about your mission. Well, how would you describe your overall mission? Is- well, we're a SaaS software company. So we're yeah. a membership service. Uh, big lenders sign up and provide us for their lenders. But, I mean, our number one mission is to help families make a confident mortgage decision and to make a mortgage decision that aligns with their financial goals and to do that in a way that they actually understand, and to do that really super quick and really super easy. So we really measure our success by how many borrowers and families use our technology to make a better decision. And that's, that's it. We want to create social change and help people get into debt in a more informed and in a higher quality way. How are you helping consumers and lenders get TRID right? Yeah, right. So and first of all, there's so many things that we love about TRID. You know, I mean, we love that there's going to be the total cost of a loan over five years. I mean, that's something that we've done for 15 years. And, you know, to me, it's common sense. It's a great way to make a, a, a debt decision. But at the same time, when a loan officer shows that to a family, now they're, they're not only showing payment, rates, cost, and APR, saying, hey, look at how much this is costing you. And the borrower's thinking to themselves, I could buy three cars free and clear with that. So it's, it's not a, you know, it's a new number, new data point. They're showing tip, which really makes, you know, APR look, you know, I mean, it's mafia money. So, you know, it's like loan shark money. And so it's, it's not a comfortable conversation. And, then, and now also all the fees need to be in, you know, alphabetical order. And so, you know, when you look at how loan officers are quoting rates today, 
most would say putting fees in alphabetical order does not make it more logical or intuitive for the loan officer or the family. Uh, now, again, I'm not saying it's a bad idea because I think change is always tough. And when we look back on this, you know, I'm not quite sure I love tip, but I, I love total cost over time. And I love a consistent way yeah. that every time someone gets into debt, they they look at their fees. And so I love that, but it's it's going to create change. And we want to help make that easy. When you really look at different lenders and how they're preparing for TRID, what are some of the, the ways that lenders are making mistakes? What can they do to better prepare themselves and make it an advantage well, instead of a disadvantage? You know, one, they're not proactive enough to the, the front end of the process. I think we put a lot of focus on the, the loan manufacturing process. And, and I do think that obviously that's important and we have to. Um, but this is a disclosure law. And, and there's a lot of conversations that take place in front of those disclosures. And I don't think, you know, one, again, our customers are automating that with us and they're using us to train around that. So how are you helping prepare clients, uh, your clients, prepare for the trade? Well, first of all, I mean, we've worked hard to make it super simple and easy to create a mortgage coach report. You know, our integration with our friends at Optimal Blue makes it super simple to go from price to advice with a click of a button in about five seconds. And we've also added that mortgage coach button to a lot of CRMs, LLSs. So part of it's just ease to go from price to advice. And then it's training. You know, there's just personal development. I can't emphasize enough. Uh, and we could talk later, but I've got a lot of beliefs on we can do a lot better of training loan officers to make change faster and with less friction. And so more training. You see a lot of aspects of the market where you're working with so many companies. What's your thoughts on what's going to happen with the purchase market this year? Well, I'm not an economist, but I, you know, I, I have people that I trust and respect. I think it's going to be a great purchase market. I think that the big opportunity for everybody, regardless of how the market changes, is to be able to provide insight to borrowers and agents and to be able to do that in a way that's not only generic, but we're personalizing it for the family. So rent versus own. Why buy versus rent? And to be able to do that in a personal way, I think is an opportunity. But I think we're going to have a great market. So let's talk a little bit about how you're delivering value to realtors. Well, it's pretty simple. I mean, I, I think that the loan officer and the realtor need to have an even closer relationship. They need to be even more effective with how they communicate. And they need to have a better borrower, loan officer experience. And so when you're able to do that with Mortgage Coach, uh, you know, realtors love it and they just... So what are some of the mobile strategies you see working best for loan originators and loaner, and for loan officers and realtors today? Well, anytime you can help a family make a more confident, easy decision and what they're doing as efficient as possible, you know, you win. But I think a rent versus own analysis is important. I think a move up versus stay in the same home analysis. And, and the big one that's getting a lot of traction with our community is a counteroffer analysis. If someone's in that counteroffer situation, the borrower is nervous. Oh, do I want to pay more? It's not, a, it's not a fun time for everybody. The realtors aren't loving it. The borrower's not loving it. And when you can do a total cost analysis with Mortgage Coach and you can just net that out, uh, it's really powerful. It's really efficient. So that's a huge one. Now, what are some of the mobile strategies that you see working best for the industry? Let's, let's, I mean, for example, how does TRID impact realtors, and how are you seeing Mortgage Coach clients leveraging this? You know, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, the bottom line is 
we're helping that communication be more efficient and more effective. So we're helping the loan officer go from price to advice, have a more complex conversation in a more simple way. And we're helping them do that in a way that's a competitive advantage. So that realtors want to refer more business and families, they want to refer their friends and family members to to the loan officer. Pretty straightforward, pretty simple. I've looked at your app. You do a great job of communicating a lot of the more complex aspects in a visual concept through whether it be an iPad, iPhone, or like you say, a desktop. But everyone's gone so mobile. So what advice do you give the C-level executives of the clients that you're working with? Well, I mean, first and foremost, I I think it's always important when you're automating sales and marketing and you're automating the manufacturing process of a loan, you have a you have a long-term vision and perspective. I, I think often I see uh, short-term decisions made. I always you know believe in going with best of breed players. The lenders and the operators that are doing that they get better over time because you can always move in and out a best of breed touch point or a best of breed player into your overall what I just call you know automating your customer experience. So long-term perspective, go with best of breed players is always my advice. I see a lot of lenders investing more in technology than ever before. What are your thoughts? Is this an area where it's a, an intelligent investment, or even more so, are the investments they're making intelligent? First of all, I think the, the investment in technology has doubled over the past few years, no doubt. Again, I've been innovating with technology my entire career. I meet with a lot of C-suites. I know a lot of amazing executives, and I'm part of a lot of great decisions. But I also see some that um, they don't add up. They were either short-term in mind or they weren't as well thought out as they could have been. But no doubt, they're investing more. I, I do think that the savvy you know, lenders and platforms, they are building an amazing technology platform. And when you look at what makes a lender great and attract great loan officers, grow them and retain them, you know, having that best of breed customer experience technology platform, it's a cornerstone to their to their lending platform. You know, that and their products and their ability to execute on their products, I think is the platform. So what are some of the mistakes you see the C-suite executives making when it comes to investing in technology? I see folks that maybe don't have the experience to make the decision. They may be great team builders, great leaders, great salespeople. And they're, you know, they're being delegated to make technology decisions. Just like loan officers don't usually, your great loan officer isn't the best at picking their CRM and automating their marketing engine. So I, I say, you know, top-down leadership. And I also say to all the CEOs out there, don't just delegate this to your top loan officer and, and people that haven't made these decisions. This is a, this is a C-suite decision. It needs to be carefully considered and, and go with the best of breed players. And then once you pick a technology, understand that creating adoption and change, it's, it's not a one month. It's not like we do a webinar and a kickoff event. We have a contest and it's done. It's a, you know, it's a one to two year initiative of just doing all the right things right over time to create change and drive efficiency. What do you think are the best strategies and approaches you see to get LOs moving and using technology, specifically your technology, more effectively? Well, trading loan officers is like herding cats. So, I mean, we know that. And, and for that matter, anybody, I mean, humans, creating change is hard. So I don't, I, we don't have a magic pill, but we do have a process. 
and it does work. Again, it always starts with why. You've got to grow that, in case of mortgage coach, that mortgage coach why within your loan officers. They have to understand why they want to adopt it, and they need to create that in a very personal, compelling, and clear way. And then, obviously, you have a training event. You have to drive repetitions. So we, you know, anytime we come into a platform, we do some intentional work on why building, and then we, we drive repetitions, experiences, creating mortgage coach reports, and then, and then we make sure that success stories are shared. You know? And, yeah. and the, the lenders that we have that get the most adoption are the lenders that just stick at it. You know, they go through that cycle of why, repetitions, share success, and they don't just do it for one month. They don't just do it for one quarter. You know, they do it for a year or two. And a year or two down the road, they, they win. They get yeah. better. Yeah, I think that yeah, that's where you come to the point, back to the point of C-level executives have got to drive this all the way through because it is changing a sales process and habits, and you're equipping them with tools. You're not reinventing the whole process, but you're really equipping them with some powerful tools. Let's talk a little bit about some of the biggest opportunities for the modern mortgage lenders out there today. What do you see that the biggest opportunities are? Attracting, growing, and retaining millennial loan officers, millennial realtors, and millennial borrowers is a massive opportunity. And, and the beauty of the whole millennial strategy is, is, let's face it, what millennials love, everybody loves. Because in today's market, if you speak to someone in their, in their native language, yes. that's, how you build, that's how you win business and that's how you win trust. And let's face it, everybody speaks digital today, slash mobile. So I, I just think being very intentional about you know, creating a technology platform and a customer experience that that speaks digital to loan officers, realtors, and borrowers and attracting the millennials, I think it's a pretty big opportunity. I like that. Millennial language, their their language is mobile, it is digital. I think that's a very, very interesting, astute observation. And I think it's important you be able to do that. But we've got an aging population of loan originators out there. What's the level of adoption that you're seeing of people? And is it stratified by the younger millennial loan originators are more uh, adopting this than, you know, a company loaded up with a whole bunch of older gray-haired loan originators? Hey, hey, let's face it. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I just turned 50 this year myself, and I'll be 51 next month. Uh but you know what? I'm I, I'm very savvy on on a mobile device. Are there more twenty and thirty year olds that are savvy on a mobile device than fifty year olds? Absolutely. Yeah. But you know, here's the deal. It's every look at all the folks that are using uh, you know Zillow in their back pocket. Right. You know, look at all the folks that are checking Facebook on their mobile device in their back pocket. Look at everybody that's responding to text messages and emails in their back pocket. And and so, you know, the guy on your team or the gal on your team that still doesn't have a smartphone, yeah, they're probably not going to adopt. They're, they're holding out. But everybody that's doing life on mobile, they're, they're ready to roll. So, you know, no, you know, when we look at our adoption, you know, we're incredibly successful in every demographic. You know, uh, again, it's just a question of building the why. Do you think the talk of millennials is overhyped? I, I do see some stuff where – it's such a bandwagon that I see people talk about it and I'm not impressed, but uh, you know, there's some folks that are talking about, you know, Kristen Messerly, who's featured in Christmas and I saw her speak at an NBA event and I've interviewed her a few times. She's bringing great content. I, first of all, it's not overhyped. 
I mean, it's the biggest generation entering our market in history, and our average age is, you know, what is it, 54, 56? Yeah. It's a big opportunity, you know, and the way I net it out and why it's so important, so big, and I've done a number of videos on this, is that what millennials want is what every modern customer wants in today's market. So if you, if you make it a company strategy, if you put focus around it, you're not only going to win with that emerging demographic, which, by the way, it's, more, it's like 50% of first-time homebuyers are millennials, so it's a, it's a real opportunity but if, if you're intentional about it, you're, you're winning with almost every demographic. So it's over. It's, I think it's so many people are bandwagging that there is a lot of noise around it. But the topic itself, it's a real deal. Do you see a shift going more to uh, video content and people are want if they had a choice of reading a, uh, uh, a printed document, even though it's electronically delivered, or listening to a video, what do you think people are more apt to do these days, especially with the millennials? Well, well we've studied this heavily, and we build tech to the concept of paper to glass. You know, so yeah. do people want to read and consume on glass versus paper? Yes, they do. And then, you know, we're very intentional in automating sales and marketing and making it simple to go from 3D to digital. 3D being paper, anything in the real world, digital, online, and mobile. So no doubt, those are the, those are the trends. It's becoming ubiquitous. And I think, you know, as lenders, knowing that we live in a world of paper, we need to go to paper to glass in an elegant, rapid way. It is competitive advantage. And as marketers, you know, knowing that realtors are doing life on their mobile devices, and, and let's face it, most loan officers give realtors what they want to give realtors. They don't give realtors what realtors want to get. And so, you know, when you can deliver insights and value, and you could do it in the medium that the customer wants, and you could do it in a way that's actually valuable and it's not noise. It's it's a it's a powerful thing, you know. Oh, yeah. So I think Without we're question. we're a piece to that puzzle, and that's what we strive for. As we wrap up the broadcast, give us your thoughts on the overall trends of technology in the mortgage industry. Well, well, first of all, I mean, absolutely. I mean, more audio, more video, and automating that. I mean, you can create a video or an audio faster than you can write an email. Yeah. And I mean, that's one of the reasons why we have integrated that into the Mortgage Coach platform. And, and we've had audio and video for, you know, years. Apple just added the ability to add audio to a text message this year. So I, I, I think that that's a massive trend. And it's one that, you know, we're very focused and passionate on. So, I mean, I could list more and more, but I know we want to keep this, net this out. But I, I think if lenders focus on just being really smart with their technology investment, picking best of breed partners, and really focus on that going from paper to glass or going from that 3D to digital experience, I think they'll be served well. And I, I just, you know, last thought on that is don't do it in a hacky way. I mean, I see the best of the best lenders are creating amazing online digital experiences and, and it really raises the bar. So, you know, if you're gonna do it, do it right. Because if you don't do it well, that's part of your experience, and people are judging you on that. Last question. Do you see any outliers coming into the market, a Google, a, some major entity that's not in our industry because of the shift to more of a mobile digital market? Well, I mean, I think they, they are. I mean, look at, look at Zillow and its market cap, its influence in the industry compared to every real estate company, you know, in the country. And yeah. 
let's face it, when a consumer goes to get a mortgage now, they know what rates are at. I mean, it's on their mobile device, it's in their phone, it's ubiquitous. You know, when I talk to top loan officers, 70% of the people know what rates are at. So, I, you know, I'm not one of those that thinks professional advisors, trusted advisor loan officers are going to get automated out of business because, yeah. you know, I, I love a study that Price Waterhouse does where they really, they show the digital, traditional, you know, transformation that's taking place and they take it from the first conversation to the closing of the loan. And there's enough steps of the, that process that a human being is important and a personal connection is important. But I, I, I just think, um, yes, we will see players come into the market. And yes, it's all the, all the technology innovators that, I, not that the industry needs to worry about, but I think the smart folks will embrace and they'll move quickly and they are moving quickly. And I think, you know, our growth is evidence of that. And it's just, it's an opportunity for what I call the modern mortgage professional. But I do think if you're not a modern mortgage professional, you're going to lose market share. Um, and I think it will be rapidly. Yeah, I think we're going to see that shift. David, thank you so much for taking time to be with us today. Uh, there's just, I mean, you're one of the innovators out there, and you're doing an amazing job. And I encourage people to get a hold of you to learn more. How can they do so? What's the best way to connect so our, with you? Our website is mortgagecoach.com. Anybody in the mortgage industry is a friend of mine, so connect with me on Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, like our Mortgage Coach page. So shoot me an email at David Mortgage Coach or go to our website at mortgagecoach.com. Appreciate you being with us. Folks, check this out. Get a hold of David. Talk to him about your strategy. This guy is so easy to talk to, and he is just flows with information. He is so knowing this space. I encourage you to have a conversation with him and see where it can go to see if you can become the new modern loan originator in the marketplace. David, thank you so much for being with us. Hey, thank you, David. It's always a pleasure, and we'll talk to you soon. Hope you guys all have a wonderful Memorial Day. Keep your thoughts and prayers up to those that are suffering in the uh, San Marcos area. We're looking at some flooding here in our area, folks, that is just creating a horrible holiday for some. I hope you're having a great holiday where you're at. Appreciate you telling others about the broadcast, and be sure to come back next week as we'll be continuing to talk about what's going on in the mortgage industry. Exciting stuff. We're going to be talking about the wholesale markets, giving an update on what we see happening with the wholesale markets. Got an exciting guest. We'll tell you all about it. Come to our website, lickitonlending.com, to learn more. Have a great week, everyone. Have a wonderful rest of this holiday. This has been Lincoln on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lincoln of Mortgage Banking Solutions, enabling executives to take their business to the next level. Today's guests were Joe Farr from MBS Line, Andy Shell of Mortgage Banking Solutions, and Alice Alvey, President CMB of Mortgage U. Come by next week and thank you for listening. 